Hello Libra, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. You are tuned in to the Capricorn season horoscopes. These are horoscopes for the span of time that begins on December 21st, 2021 and wraps up on January 19th, 2022. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. This offering is my intuitive and embodied take on the overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sign in the season ahead. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. My language may not always perfectly match your experience, so notice what you are thinking about and associating to, make the meaning that's meaningful for you, and always please feel free to take what works and leave the rest. I suggest that you tune in with horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section, where you can also find these horoscopes in written, transcripted form if you'd prefer to read rather than listen. Before I get going with your horoscope, I want to let you know about two upcoming classes. On December 22nd, I'll be offering a Capricorn season and solstice workshop. This two and a half hour event includes an embodied practice, creative visualization, and support for working with your own chart in relation to this season's upcoming astrology. You don't need to know anything about astrology to find benefit in this offering. If you can't make the live event, or if you hear this after the fact, the recording will be available through January 19th. On January 8th, I am so excited to welcome Janice Lee for a 2022 opening ceremony called The Dandelions Are Prophesizing. Janice is a published author, teacher, a shamanic healer, and an incredible facilitator who I have had the pleasure of working with a number of times now, and I can absolutely say that her work is life-changing. This workshop will consist of a guided meditation, a free writing session, and a communal ceremony assisting with transition, transformation, and letting go. Letting go is a big theme in the upcoming astrology of Capricorn season and this year, as I will tell you about in just a few moments. If you want more information on either of these workshops or to register, go to embodiedastrology.com in the workshop section. Also, please make sure to stick around at the end of this horoscope for some other updates and more information on how to connect with me and the Embodied Astrology community for astrological support throughout the month. All right, Libra, how you hanging in over there? As I'm tuning in with your horoscope, I am feeling the depths of what I think you're going through. Again, you have to make the meaning that's meaningful for you. I don't know exactly what your circumstance is, but what your chart is talking about is, I want to say it's the feeling of the polarity between life and death. There's a lot of feeling of intensity in your chart as we enter into Capricorn season, and it feels like you are pulled into some really big themes in your life, themes that bring you into relationship with ancestral, familial, uh, very core issues. I guess I'll start with this It's not really a polarity. It's very much part of the same thing, but for a lot of us, it feels like a polarity or an opposition between life and death. I think that you are really being asked to confront ending right now and death. And for some of you, that 
literally means big endings. Endings of relationships, endings of projects, endings of dreams or cherished experiences that have been really big parts of your life. For others of you, this means something that is more metaphoric, not quite so literal. Perhaps a part of you that is no longer relevant, maybe something more subtle in your inner world that you are ready to move on from and that you're feeling shift. Some of you may be very close to death and to the parting and departing of spirits and souls, whether or not you know them. There is a lot of death on earth right now, and I think that you might be feeling uh, really impacted and really touched. So the first thing that I want to say in this horoscope is how important it is to take care of your heart. I've been saying this throughout your horoscopes in 2021, sometimes more in a um, trite or flippant way and sometimes more serious, but it is up to you to take care of your life force. And it is really important for you to be taking care of your life force right now. It feels to me like there is a lot pulling on you. And again, what is pulling on you feels deep. It feels really profound. On a very simple level, I think that you could benefit from paying actual attention to your actual heart right now. You could place your hands over the center of your chest. You can feel the way your breath expands and moves around the organ of your heart. You might look for pictures in anatomy books or online and get a visual in your mind's eye of what your heart actually looks like. You might try to feel your pulse and direct loving, healing intention into the organ of your heart. I think for some of you, there is a lot of tax and a lot of strain on your heart. And how this could feel is sadness and depression, or there's just a lot that's going on and is asking a lot from you. And it may be hard for some of you to find much joy right now. So please send loving intention into your heart. It can sound corny, but there is also a pretty immediate effect when we pay attention to our hearts. And if it's possible at all to bring into your mind anything that you're grateful for, anything that brings you joy, anything that you think is beautiful, and focus on those people, places, or things as you feel into your heart and as you feel into your breath, I think that this could be very supportive. This may not apply to all of you, and the next thing that I want to say may not apply to everyone either, but there is something coming through your chart right now that very much has to do with desire and passion and what it is that you deeply want. I want to say that our desires and our wants have a lot to do with life and with the feeling of living, and when it feels like we can't access the things that we want, or it feels like our desires get stifled, that can certainly lead to a feeling of life just doesn't really feel that much worth living. And I think for a lot of you, this past year, 2021, has been a year when your joy and your desires have really met some challenges. 
And you may have been having experiences where it feels like what you want and what you think will bring you joy is just not accessible. It's not what's being given to you. It's not what you can find. If that is the case for you, I really want to encourage you, and I've said this before in several of the horoscopes as well, to look for some kind of creative outlet for yourself. Creativity is different for everybody, but in general, the feeling of creativity is losing track of time and space. It is absorbing yourself in something that has no ultimate goal or um, you know, productivity idea associated with it. Ideally, I mean, I think in order to lose track of time and space, you have to enjoy whatever it is. It has to compel you somehow. If you are not sure what it is, this could be an interesting time uh, through Capricorn season and into Aquarius season, so through mid-February, for you to take some classes. And it is uh, one thing that really comes through in your chart that does have a a possibility to spark some joy for you right now is meeting new people and connecting with new ideas and sparking some kind of new learning and new neural networks. So if you're not sure what brings you passion or what brings you joy or if the things that often bring you passion and often bring you joy are just falling short right now, um, find a meetup group take a class. There are tons of free classes that are available through community centers, through uh, individuals and their offerings and online. Um, There are plenty of paid courses and all kinds of things. I think that if you want to learn something new or if you want to connect with new people, even in the midst of a pandemic, even when there is still so much social isolation, there are ways that you can find to do that. And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about you as a as a social sign. I mean, Libra is one of the more social signs in the zodiac, although not all Libras feel themselves as social. Depends on your chart placements. But I'm thinking about the effects of this pandemic for you and how hard that must be for some of you. So I really want to encourage you to find ways to connect, if at all possible. Now, some of you have not been resonating with what I've been saying so far. And there are some Libras out there who are really uh, tuning in with their creative life force, who are getting serious about cultivating their passions, who are overcoming obstacles and challenges and fears, and you are doing amazing work. And I just really want to give you props. And I also want to say that for all that you're ever overcoming right now, and for all the ways that you are digging into what your challenges have been and you are facing fears... Libra in general, as an energy right now, wants to pay attention to what is underneath the surface. And as a sign that is commonly associated with the surface and with the aesthetic, Libra sometimes has a hard time with this. And there can be a real challenge in feeling any kind of blockage or residue, especially ones that are deep standing or deep seated um, because they can feel so intense and because they can feel so dire. And one of the things that Libra really needs to watch out for is the instinct and the desire, the compulsion to make things nice, to make things enjoyable all the time. 
and to try and avoid the parts of life that are messy and hard and ugly and sad. Now, fair enough, you might want to avoid those parts. (laughs) I can certainly understand the instinct. And life on earth, whether we like it or not, is messy and hard and sad a lot of the time. And what is messy is often also brilliant and creative. And what is challenging builds strength and resilience and fortitude. And when there are experiences in our lives that really pull us into the depth of something and tear us apart in some ways, oftentimes those experiences allow us to get deeper into our soul's purpose and deeper into the capacity we have as relational human beings. And I'm definitely seeing that in your chart right now, Libra. So the first 10 days of Capricorn season, which are the last 10 days of 2021, there is a lot of emphasis in your chart on very deep, very personal issues. These issues are people, places, and experiences that are old, that bring up feelings of nostalgia and longing, and for some will bring up significant trauma. For many will bring up feelings of attachment. And some of you are working with a pretty incredible transformation, that's a nice word for it, um, within your attachments. And so again, we come back to the theme of death, we come back to the theme of endings. You might be going through the experience of changing important relationships that have been longstanding in your life. There may be people who are departing, as happens here on planet Earth frequently. You may, again, be feeling yourself change in some very remarkable ways and recognizing that at this point there is no turning back. At least on a subtle level, anyone who is Libra identified right now, I think is feeling a push to make some changes in the core and foundation of their being. And this means that places where you have been misaligned with your own power or where you have been attached to ways of being or particular relationships uh, that have either outgrown their evolutionary necessity or are confining in some way, perhaps to you, perhaps to other people that are involved in these experiences, there are, there, there is some kind of shift that needs to happen. And you are really being asked to let go. In this ask to let go of the way that things were in the past, there is also an offering for you to reclaim some deeper chords of attachment that I would say bring you into the potential for more holistic and well relationships with the ground underneath you, with the earth that is your support, 
And with the familial and ancestral streams that are part of your life, are part of your lineage, uh, that can support you through this time. And this would be an excellent season. This would be an excellent time to create an ancestor altar if you don't have one. On that altar, you can include any ancestors that you resonate with, the ones that you are related to, as well as the artists and musicians and thinkers and writers and beings that have inspired you, that have uplifted you, that have supported you in your life in any way, shape, or form, that when you connect with their energy, you feel any sense of support, any sense of remembering um, some kind of essence in your own spirit. At the end of December and as we move into the new year over the course of the next five months, a lot is going to be shifting for you and you may have started to feel the shift earlier in the year if you think back to May, June, or July. There are opportunities here for you to... um, Again, bring more creativity into your life and into your day-to-day. There are certainly opportunities for you to work with whatever is coming up for you in ways that move towards the spiritual, the mystical, the numinous. If you don't already have some kind of practice that allows you to connect and commune with forces and energies that are bigger than you, And if you believe in gods, goddesses, spirits, divine beings, this is what I'm talking about, the earth, the universe, the intelligence of um, the quantum, dark matter, empty space, however you want to connect with the mysterious, with the infinite, uh, this could be so helpful for you right now. It feels like literally a lifesaver for some of you. Um, And I cannot recommend highly enough that as we move through this transition of the solstice and into the new year, that you really try to find time and space for spiritual and creative practices. And again, you have to make those meanings for yourself. You have to define for yourself what spiritual and creative practice looks like, feels like, smells like, sounds like wherever you can connect with a larger energy, wherever you can lose track of time and space, wherever you can start to let go of any elements of your identity or your embodied experience that you feel are limiting for you at this time or that are bringing depression for you at this time, this is great. And for those of you that are feeling fine and happy, then I'll also tell you that moving beyond the confines of your identity Uh, will only increase your happiness. Letting go of any of the ways that you might circulate or spiral around you, yourself, and you, you know, any of your projects, your relationships, like whatever it is that you think is so important in your life, finding regular time and space to let it all go will only help you expand, will only help you come into a greater space of continuity and well-being over the next several months and even throughout the end of 2022. The shift of the calendar year is not always something I really pay attention to or care that much about. 
this year it feels really remarkable. So on January 1st, we get really new energy starting to move into our bodies, into our minds, and into our hearts. I feel like you are recognizing something as we move into the new year to the effect of what I've just been saying, that you need to cultivate and craft experiences that are life-giving and supportive and nurturing. Anything that you can do to connect with a broader community, again, new connections, new ideas, anything that you can do to um, increase and shift neural networks in your brain. And what I mean by this is getting out of habits. So when we habituate to our lives, when we think the same things, eat the same things, do the same things, our bodies and our minds get very rhythmic. Those uh, grooves of habit run really deep. And our bodies and our minds come to rely on them and expect them and form and reform them every single day. Many people are creatures of habit. Many people, including me, really like their rituals. When we break out of habit and open space for new things to happen, it can be highly uncomfortable for one it can be kind of distressing um it can feel really awkward it can feel weird and strange but what it does is it starts to get new neuron connections firing in your brain new pathways start to open up and the more time you can spend in spaces that feel new and different where your senses have to attune, where you're paying attention in different ways, where you don't know what to expect, the more life-giving, nourishing, uh, invigorating energy you start to cultivate in your body and the more space you make for new possibilities and outcomes to arise. And as we move into January and as we move into the new year, I feel like you want to make space for new possibilities and new outcomes, particularly in your relationships. It feels to me like right now it is super important for you to be reworking very deep and very old patterns in your relationships. These are patterns that got put into place at least with your family of origin, your immediate uh, caregivers, your whoever raised you, siblings if they were around, etc., but could go back several generations beyond them. At this point, you may have come across studies around epigenetics and learned something about how trauma is passed intergenerationally. If you are alive right now, you are a descendant of people who survived. And survival on planet Earth is traumatizing. If your people have survived until this point, that means that your people somewhere, somehow had to assimilate. They probably had to shut down. They probably had to cut off certain parts of themselves, like their emotions um, or certain kinds of emotions, in order to compete, to survive, to do what they needed to do to get by. This is an incredible time for you to look at patterns of survival. And I just want to suggest that Libra identified people 
might want to learn a little bit about the fawn or appeasing response and patterns of survival that somehow manifest as people-pleasing or avoidance tendencies, conflict avoidance. Hashtag not all Libras. Maybe you're not like this. Maybe you're a Libra that has like a lot of different placements and a lot of different signs. But I work with clients most days of the week and everybody I'm working with that has strong Libra identifications on one level or another, they are working with the people-pleasing and conflict-avoidant tendencies. And I'm saying that, and I also just want to add in here that there are so many gifts, there are so many wonderful attributes that Libra brings, not knocking it at all. Uh, But for the purposes of this horoscope and what's coming up, I do want to say that it feels like you might want to be looking at some of those tendencies right now. And if there are relationships where you feel like you are trapped and you are not getting your needs met, and this can include any kinds of relationships, but particularly relationships that are intimate and that are, I would say, fairly serious in the sense that there are entanglements and feelings of obligation that might be there. If there are relationships where you feel like you can't be your true self, where you can't be your whole self, where you can't express anger, where you can't express desire, where you feel like you're not being listened to or something like that, then you might want to look at any tendencies or patterns that you have that are facilitating those experiences to happen. If you happen to be in circumstances where expressing yourself will lead you to danger, then this would be a time to seek help. And so again, I want to say that there are symbols in your chart that point to uh, reaching out, forming new connections, doing something that is different. If you feel like you need to get out of a situation, now is really a time to look for resources, to ask for help, to see where you can turn. I know that this is not easy. I know that this uh, really can be a situation of life and death for many. And I offer compassion. I don't know where you are. I don't know what it is that you need, but I do know that many services exist uh, everywhere or in a lot of places to help people. And so I hope that you can find them if you need them. If your situation is not that dire and you are in some kind of dynamic where you you express yourself and then you feel shut down or you feel like there's just no space nobody's listening or something like that, Um, this is a great time to seek out therapy. This is a great time to read some books. This is a great time to ask yourself what it is that you get, uh, like, like we, we can get things out of the patterns that feel kind of miserable, right? So like, what is it that you get by staying silent? Maybe what you get is safety. Maybe what you get is there's no change. And I just want to suggest that right now there is an opportunity in your chart for deep, transformative, long-lasting change, especially in intimate and familial relationships that could lead to abundance, to profound connection, to a feeling of deep satisfaction, but it requires you to take the risk. It requires you to make some space around you, to say what's really on your mind, to communicate. And again, if you 
uh, are dealing with relationships, people, places, things that you've been there for a long time, where there are deep habits, it can feel really hard to change. Habits are strong. They're really hard to break out of. This would be another reason to make new connections, to make new friends, to seek out new learning. Get outside support that can help you shift your patterns of thinking and perception so that then you can turn around and shift these long-standing deeper habits. On January 14th, Mercury stations retrograde. Mercury will be retrograde through February 4th. This is a retrograde that asks you to uh, rethink and readjust arrangements in your life that may have to do with your home and family and children, if you happen to be a person uh, who cultivates home and family and children. Um, these also may be adjustments that are asking you to shift elements of your life so that you have more free time, more space, more creative space, or more uh, capacity for personal self-expression. This is definitely a period of time when you want to be thinking about what it is that you need to say and what it is that you need to communicate, as well as what do you need to look at in yourself it feels to me like you are really needing to make more space for yourself, that you are wanting more creative expression, that you are wanting more personal space, that you are wanting to feel more alive, more connected, more vital. And in order for you to do that, you may need to let go of certain things, people, places, experiences, or you may need to shift ways of being that pull you into habit and particularly that pull you into entanglement or pull you into feelings of obligation or shoulds. Um, I took a writing class with a person named Naima Lightseed and she said, every time you hear the word should, ask yourself if there's shame underneath that. And so I want to offer that to you, that if you are feeling obligation right now, Ask yourself if there is shame underneath that. Even if you're feeling obligation to yourself, to things that you have set up for yourself, what would happen if you just stopped doing them? What would happen if you just let them go? Because I feel like this is like you're in this moment where it feels like maybe if you let something go, you're going to die. And that could be hyperbolic. You know, it's often like that. It's like, oh, if I let go of this relationship, if I let go of this job, if I let go of, you know, drinking coffee every morning, I'm going to die. Like it can have that feeling when we're letting go of really strong attachments, really deep habits, um, and you won't die, right? If you stop drinking coffee every morning, you'll have a couple mornings where you feel cranky as hell, you'll have a headache, maybe you won't be able to poop, but give yourself two weeks and you'll be feeling a lot better. And so this is kind of the thing right now. It's like you need to give yourself the push to move through the discomfort of change so that you can get to the other side because on the other side is more vitality. On the other side is a greater feeling of freedom. And on January 17th, there is a full moon. And I think that this full moon really highlights uh, what it is that you want to be doing in your life and the feeling of this is your life. You know, this is your life. So what are you building out of it? And uh, how do you want to be moving towards it? 
And if there are ways that you are holding yourself back, or if there are people, places, or experiences that you feel are holding you back, or that are somehow not allowing you to move into the life that you want, then it's time to really ask yourself some very big and deep questions about that. Because ultimately, no one else can make your decisions for you. This is your life. And this is a full moon that sets into motion a two-year span of time until the end of 2023 that I think is going to rock your foundations pretty significantly. And if you continue to hold on and stay attached to what isn't working for you, to what feels stifling, to what feels confining, to what feels frustrating, to what you are protesting against, uh, you will only drive these these ruts deeper you will only you will only push your life and its circumstances into conditions that create uh chaos and the need for some kind of big rupture in order to get you free if you actually really look at where you are scared to let go and start to work intentionally with freeing yourself and start to push into these spaces that really require your courage and bravery and your honesty, then the potential, I want to say, is not catastrophe necessarily. You, you know, you might be avoiding having some kind of conversation or stating some kind of need because you think it's going to result in catastrophe. But I can tell you that looking at your chart, there is a lot of potential for all kinds of solutions that you haven't even thought about yet. And when you make steps in the direction of greater integrity and wholeness, when you really include yourself and include the depth of what is happening for you, and when you make space for others in your life to be in, uh, integrous and integrated in their wholeness, when you make space for them to be whole people, and it's like, even if you don't want to hear what they have to tell you, it's like, okay. When you make space for that kind of honesty, you make space for life. And it might feel scary and it might feel really uncomfortable, but ultimately it's going to lead you in a direction of more liberation. All right, so I'm not sure if you wanted to hear any or all of that horoscope, uh, but I do hope that any or all of it was helpful and interesting for you. Um, take what works, leave the rest. If you want more astrology from me, check out your 2022 Year Ahead reading. That's an hour and a half long reading, special for your sign, where I go over the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of this year with embodied and practical support for working with them. If you want more support throughout Capricorn season and the seasons beyond, check out my membership and subscription offerings. I offer monthly workshops with embodied, creative, astrological support where you can learn about working with your own chart and current astrology. I also hold a community space where you can connect virtually with other astro enthusiasts for support in learning more about your chart, astrology, and the synthesis between astrology and other healing and creative modalities such as somatic work or cooking or healing practices. You can find more information about my offerings at embodiedastrology.com. If you enjoy this work, please help support and sustain it. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. The number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your friends and networks. You can subscribe, rate, and leave affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. 
Your financial donations are so helpful and so appreciated. To make a one-time or recurring donation, please follow the link in the show notes. I'm wishing you all the best in this season and beyond, Libra. Please be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Bye for now.